Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Welcome and welcome back. I'm glad that you can join me, and I hope that you're enjoying your day. Now, today is not a daily lesson, but it's a discussion. Um, Like I said previously, I'm going to be bringing um, news-worthy clippings. I'm going to be reading them, and I'm going to be discussing them. Now, sometimes I'm going to uh, pull out scriptures and show you that everything is relevant, Today is not that day, but I'm going to try something new with you. I'm going to read two articles, okay? One is from Live Science, and the other one is from the Metro. Um, and most of the things that I'm going to uh, discuss, a lot of times is from science, for those people who don't believe in nothing but science. <laughs> And I will pull out these science um, things uh, or current events or whatever they find that I find is noteworthy to discuss. Just to let you know that nobody has control over anything except for the most high. Okay, all these scientists are, quote, finding things and discovering things when the most high made them since day one. We um, have patterns of cycles, like I said, and uh, things that have been happening over the course of thousands of years, people are just quote unquote discovering it. So I'm here to bring it to the forefront and I want to talk about them. Um, just like my introduction, some people may not have heard of the d- introduction, um, discussing um, certain things that um, we want um, participation in. So I'm going to start uploading questions to see how you like various discussions um, and various panels so that I could find out what you want discussed. So um, I would appreciate if people participate in the panels and if they have questions, utilize um, the platform on um, Spotify to get any questions um, answered. I used to have a lot of questions and I used to upload questions and then I would speak about various questions, especially if I had my lives. But since I haven't been doing lives, I could still answer your question. You could email me, which you'll hear the email or you can upload the question on Spotify. So um, I just want to let you know that before I um, get into it. I also want you to know this um, There's two different, which I already said, and I'm going to say it again. There's two different things I want to discuss, two different um, articles. 
that I'm going to discuss. And I, um, I'm going to spend a little time on each article, just giving you a little bit of rundown of what the scriptures say. Now I'm not downloading scriptures and quoting scriptures, but I will tell you whether there's a lot of information in regards to the subject that's in the scriptures. If you want to, um, if you want, you can upload and ask me to provide scriptures that have to do with these articles, because there are scriptures that have to do with these articles, and not only in the Bible. So that's what I want to start doing just to get more participation from you, because I don't know what you guys want. What would you like? And I want to say this too. over the weekend, um, I'm going to do this certain lesson, and it's about uh, being devil's advocates. There's a lot of naysayers out there. There's a lot of people that's searching for something and they don't know what to believe because they've been believing the lie for so long that they don't trust the truth. And that's very sad simply because you're following a lie and you followed a lie for so long. You don't trust anything as to be, uh, as to um, understand what truth is. Um People get very offended. People get very um, angry and they shut down when they hear things that they don't want to hear or they hear something that's foreign to them. Just like I said before, people don't like the earth shaking under their feet, like an earthquake, like people in California or wherever I know in New York, in my lifetime, I felt two earthquakes and that was scary. One in the middle of the night and one when I was working. So nobody likes their foundation shaking figuratively or literally. And when people start hearing the truth and they holding on to a lie and they built their whole life on a lie, sometimes it's hard to let the lie go. And just like I said, in regards to the children of Israel, the children of Israel fight against each other. The children of Israel will believe everybody else, anybody else, except their own brethren. And that's very unfortunate, but we understand where it comes from. But many people don't understand where it comes from. And uh, the problems of the children of Israel today, as well as other minorities um, slash people of color, they don't believe that it's a spiritual problem, especially the children of Israel. They believe it's a carnal problem and they fight um, against this problem to try to solve this problem. And it will never be solved with a carnal answer, with carnal force, a carnal answer. It will never be fought, solved because they don't understand that it's a spiritual situation. And that's what I want to say uh, before I read this lesson or these two lessons. A lot of people are not going to be able to receive what I'm getting ready to say. And like I said, if you want me to prove what I'm going to say, please just um, upload the questions. And then, you know, I can do what I do. Okay, hold on. Let me just take some water. Mm. Okay. Hold on one minute. Okay. 
this article is from Live Science, like I said, and it's a story. by Jennifer Nalowicki. Um, and this is in regards to ancient humanoid beings. That's what it's in regards to. Okay. I'm going to say this before I read it. There are several types of ancient humanoid beings that are not humans. I already told you. Every once in a while, I'll say something like um, there are human beings or humanoid type of beings that's walking around this earth that call themselves man. They look like me and you, but their DNA says something else. They walking around like that today. And this is going to um, give you information about it. I also said that in the latter days, the most high is going to bring the truth to light. So people are going to know the truth. Okay. Not many people going to like the truth, but they're going to know it. And is this relevant? Yes, it is. Yes, it's relevant because people are going to know exactly who they are. Okay, so this is how it starts. Um, and I'll discuss what I need to discuss once I continue to read it. This is how it starts. See stunning likeness of Zelte Khan. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And I probably um, am not because it's in a different language, but that's the best I could do. Um, the oldest modern human to be genetically sequenced. Okay. So um, they're genetically sequencing this human being. Now, uh, it's not a human being, but it's a, um, a humanoid being. I'll say that. It's a humanoid being. And I want to give you a little bit of information. Today's technology with gene sequencing and all of that other stuff, um, the same thing went on in biblical days. This is why the flood started. It was so many things that happened in biblical days, quite like what's happening now, not on a technological level, but on a spiritual level, because the angels did all of this stuff by mixing with humans. And this is exactly why I'm reading this article. But again, I'm going to say this, Yeshua in the uh, in the New Testament said, just like in the days of Noah, when people was marrying and giving away and whatever else they was doing, because um, Yeshua didn't have to tell the children of Israel back then what happened because they already knew because they had the scriptures. So there was a lot of things that happened um, back then in regards to magic, in regards to... Um, spiritual um demonic forces and demonic things that came into the world with the mixing of um fallen angel blood and human blood um and there was also giants and nephilim and all this other stuff in here and they showed them the fallen angels showed um human beings all kinds of stuff this is why the first, um, the flood came about. The first time that the Most High destroyed the earth is because of all the wickedness that was swirling around. Now, people are starting to find clues every day. They're starting to find stuff, okay? Just to let you know, 
that the most high is the most high and that biblical accounts of everything in those scriptures is true. And I'm not talking about manipulation of words and changing words. I'm talking about the history itself because history itself, whoever writes history or rewrites it or gets rid of the true history and write their own history, they are the heroes of their history. And there's a lot of manipulation, but the truth is coming out, just like the Most High said. Anyway, okay, I'm going to read the um, the uh, article. A facial approximation of Zate Khan, the Zate Khan woman, offers a glimpse of what she may have looked like 45,000 years ago. I'm just reading the article, and I'll discuss it when I come when after I finish this article. A facial approximation of the Zate Khan woman offers a glimpse of what she may have looked like 40, and they did this twice, 45,000 years ago. In 1950, archaeologists discovered a severed skull buried deep in a cave system in Chechnya. Now that's um, the Czech Republic. Now notice where the Czech Republic is in a Eurocentric area, okay? Now, why am I saying that? Why am I saying in the Eurocentric area? Because I'm telling you that humanoid beings was on this earth during the mixing of, I'm not gonna say during, as a result of the mixing of fallen angels and humans. They were in one part of the world and uh, life began and everybody knows in Africa. Now, some people say, and this is speculation and theory. And if you don't, if you don't like what I'm saying, do your own homework. Uh, the cradle of the world is in um, Africa, okay? Um, Adam and Eve, that's where they was, that's where they was. They say the migration, I'm telling you what scientists say. They say the migration was everything was out of Africa and they travel. However, they are finding now, they finding out now the scientists, and I'm not saying they, I'm just getting down to the business. Scientists themselves are uh, backtracking what they're saying. And they're saying that, like I said, the original theory was that everything started in Africa and then there was a migration all over. Because remember, in the beginning, there was one solid mass and then the earth split. The, that, uh, that large um, Pangea split from three, um, three pieces of earth and then five pieces of earth and now seven, which now they call continents. So... I'm not here to give you no whole um, geographic uh, lesson or um, scientific lesson, but um, those people who say that they know the Bible and they say that they understand science and all this other stuff, you should know. But I'm giving you a quicker refresher course because in order to teach somebody something about the scriptures, you got to know a little bit about everything. So I'm just saying, because there's some people that will argue to you down about uh, uh, religion and they don't know nothing. Back to what I was saying. So the um, the hypothesis of scientists today say that everything started in um, 
in Africa, and then there was a migration, okay? Before the Earth, Pangea uh, uh, split and became different continents. They migrated. However, today, more and more searches, as people dig in the ground, trading down the earth and do everything else, they are finding that there was other things, other beings in different parts of the world that are not connected to cute, um, quote unquote human beings. However, I want to say that it was, it's seven types. I want to say it's seven types, but it might be five types of humanoid beings. Off the top of my head, I can't remember whether it's seven or five, but I believe it's no more than seven, but it could just be five. Now, um, I do have the name of these beings, but it's in my Bible and I don't have the Bible in front of me right now. So I'm not going to get it. I'm just going to discuss it. And like I said, if you want to know more about the subject and what I know, uh, come to know about how it um, works in regards to science, because I pay attention to science too. Do I um, take science as a religion? No, it's just um, human curiosity and how things work and testing and theory. And that's how what science is to me. Science is not a methodology of uh, a religion. It's just um, testing trials to find out what works and what doesn't. That's what science means to me. And I already defined science to you. People take science and they take what people say as a dogma, okay? And they take it as religion. And I don't take it as that. I just take it as human beings trying to learn. And that's what people need to separate. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Scientists um, hypothesize and theorize that, um, and we understand and know that to be that humans, um, humans, humans came from Africa. Humans did. However, today in 2023, um, they are studying a lot of stuff and finding out that there was different beings in different parts of the world. Okay. There was different beings. They was never in Africa. None of that. So back to what I'm saying. In 1950, archaeologists discovered a severed skull that was buried deep inside of a cave system in Chechnya. Okay, and that's the Czech Republic today. If you know your geography, you know that Chechnya is not Africa. So, you know, humans was in Africa and Chechnya was other things as I'm getting ready to read. Because the skull was split in half, researchers concluded that the skeletal remains were of two separate individuals. Now, this is what they theorized because they never tested it. They just made it up and they probably um, uh, um, reported it as, oh, we found some, this was in 1950. Oh, we found something. And remember in 1950, we, don't ha we didn't have the technology that we have today. So um, they probably reported, oh yeah, there was a mass grave that we found and um, this was there and that was there. They probably uh, reported that in 1950, but then they went back and started doing uh, real um, testing um, with regard to gene sequencing. So this is what it says. They originally believed that the skeletal remains of this individual were of two separate individuals, but it wasn't. However, through genome sequences, Done decades later today, scientists concluded 
See, they hypothesized first, but when they didn't have, because they didn't have the technology that they had today. So they just hypothesized and then they probably reported it as lower because that's what they do. Um, so today they're concluding with gene sequencing that the skull actually belonged to a single individual, which was a woman who lived, they are um, hypothesizing 45,000 years ago. That's what they're saying. Because honestly, you got to question carbon dating. You have to. Because there's things that happen to um, bodies and organic matter that can present itself as being 45,000 years old. But what's where's the proof that it is 45,000 years old? I know the scriptures say, 6,000 years old, or it could be 12, but the scriptures literally say six. Just saying. Anyway, um, researchers named this being Zilte Khan. It's the Zilte Khan woman, or in English, golden horse. That's what they call her, a golden horse. That's what they saying. That's Zilte Khan. That's what it is in um, Czech, in the Czech language. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna read it again. Um, researchers named her Zilte Khan. And I'm, like I said, I might be um, pronouncing this um, wrong because I don't speak the language. And there's a lot of um, asterisks and other things in, um, on this name. So I'm not sure whether I'm pronouncing the name right or wrong, but in English, it means golden horse. Oh, I'm sorry. Or golden horse in Czech, which is in English. In a nod to a hill above the cave system, further analysis of her DNA revealed that her genome carried roughly, listen to this, 3% Neanderthal ancestry, that she was part of a population of early modern humanoid beings who likely mated with Neanderthals, and that her genome was the oldest modern human genome ever to be sequenced. Now I'm going to say this. Scientists back then also hypothesized that every human mixed with Neanderthals. That's what they that's what they um put out. Now many of the and I have to say this, and I say this with no bias, I say this with um true facts, okay. Many of the scientists, well-known um scientists, notable scientists that people believe and trust are Eurocentric. So these are European people saying this, okay. This is not a person of color saying this. This is European people saying this. This is where I'm getting it from. So they're saying that this being mixed with Neanderthals because she had 3% Neanderthal ancestry, meaning it was in her blood. I'm going to say this today. Today, scientists know that, remember, uh, the original humans came out of Africa. They are saying now, before they spreaded this propaganda as every human being was mixed with Neanderthal blood. As a matter of fact, they um, were saying that Neanderthal's brains were large, but they couldn't, um, they didn't live because of survival of the fittest and all this other stuff. Now, we already know that Neanderthals are different um, humanoid beings. Like I said, there's uh, five to seven types. But 
these scientists, Eurocentric scientists, notable scientists, were saying initially that everybody makes for them. When they started doing DNA um, and gene sequencing and all this stuff messing with people's blood, they found that, quote unquote, African people, because that's what they call us, they all group us together and call us all Africans, even though we're not. African people don't have the um, Neanderthal blood. Only European people do. So they found out that only Europeans have this Neanderthal gene or uh, ancestry. No African beings. So now that they said that, now that they found that out, okay? Now that they found that out, now they're kind of priding and putting um, Neanderthals on a pedestal. Oh, yeah, they had bigger brains. They had they were more brawny. They was actually more sp uh, smarter than um, regular humans, their counterparts. Oh, they was this, they was that. It's so funny how uh, before they were saying like, oh, yeah, well, you know, natural selection, they're going to be wiped out simply because um, they didn't know anything and they weren't smart and this and that. But they found out that they're, they're a part of Neanderthal um, history or um, their ancestors are Neanderthal. And now they're saying, well, they were pretty smart. They did this. They used tools. They was better than everybody else. It it just goes to um, tell you how people use words and they use um, favor on things to make you feel like something is good and something is bad, um, especially the way that they describe it. They needed to keep that same energy, keep the same energy that you had before that Neanderthals were uh, uh, different than humans. Um, they weren't that smart, this, that, and the other. And this is why natural selection, they need to keep that. You know why? Because again, like I said, there's different types of humanoid beings simply because of the fallen angels and humans mixing and mingling. That's why the most high caused that flood. Okay. Anyway, that's that's what you need to understand and know. Were Neanderthals human? Not at all. No. Now they mix. Um, they was mixing with humans, but they wasn't human. There's different types of humanoid beings, and like I said, there's people walking around today. Their DNA that's Eurocentric because they're not African. Your own scientists said that have Neanderthal DNA. Mm hmm. Okay. Your own scientist said it, so don't argue with me. Don't get mad at me. Get mad and take up the issue with your scientists and take up the issue with those people who are dealing with DNA and gene genoming. Deal with them with it, okay? I'm just telling you what they said because I read many articles. Although much has been learned about this woman's genetics, very little is known about what she may have looked like. But now a new online paper published July 18th, 2023 offers new insight into her possible, and I have to say possible because I'm going to tell you why in a minute, her possible appearance in the form of facial approximation. Now I'm going to say this. 
in the beginning, everybody was melanated. Everybody. Everybody was. When the fallen angels came, they started mixing and mingling. People was all kinds of colors. And that's the truth. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. Because it says the scriptures was bright. Uh, the script, in the scriptures, the fallen angels was bright and white. And melanated people was melanated. Okay. This is in the book of Adam. Is it in the book of Adam? Hold on. Book of Adam. It's not in the book of Adam and Eve, but it's in the book of, um, um, oh gosh, give me a minute. Enoch. The book of Enoch and the book of um, Noah. That's where it is. Also in the Bible. Okay. Every time a major or minor prophet sees the most high, he sees brown or black. Um, um, Solomon said he was black. Book of Lamentations, which um, the book of um, the book of Lamentations and um, Jeremiah, who wrote the book of Lamentations, he said the children of Israel is black. I mean, uh, um, the Bible says that the Most High took the um, earth, the dirt from the ground because there's no white dirt, especially in Africa. It's rich, red, and ruddy. He uh, formed uh, Adam from the dust of the ground. And he breathed into him the breath of life and he became a living soul. There's too many instances in the scriptures who they call the Bible and outside that describe the children. It's even in um, 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 Bible lexicons and all of that. It's everywhere. So it's not a surprise of what the two uh, first humans and the children of Israel are. It's not a surprise. I even did a lesson on it. Go check the uh, platform library. So we understand the children of Israel's is melanated. Uh, Yeshua's melanated. Uh, the Most High, we made in his image. He, They stay in and describe it. He's melanated. The children's melanated. Everybody's melanated. The people who's not melanated is the mixture. It is what it is. Okay. And I want to say this too. On one side of the spectrum, on the right side of the spectrum, it's right or left. I'm just saying, there's a spectrum. Right side is melanation, left side is non-melanation, and people fall in that. Okay, people of color fall on the melanation side. People that don't have color fall on the non-melanation side, and everything in between is a spectrum of color. This is why saying people. Uh, this the uh, social construct of people being black or white is not right okay it's not right it's not uh, politically correct and it's it's incorrect period because it's actually a weaponization of words okay a dog whistle that's what it is so that's why using the correct term melanated and non-melanated is an appropriate term, okay? Because it doesn't insult people because we already know what's behind black and white. We know that. It's a dog whistle, okay? <clears throat> Hold on. Okay. I'm gonna read it again. Although much has been learned about the woman's genetics. Little is, long, little is known about the way she looked, okay? But now they're trying to uh, offer, listen, listen to the words. They're trying to offer insight. 
into her possible appearance. Why is that important, what I'm saying? And it's written down. I'm reading the news article itself. Why is it? Because what they basically saying is, oh, we got an idea what she looked like. And we just going to submit this document now um, or picture. Now, I already told you that the children of Israel and melanated people, as they, they call black people or African people, do not have the gene of um, Neanderthal. They do not have it. Your own scientists proved it themselves. They say African people do not have the gene. Okay. So these scientists are saying that they're going to offer a picture of to what she perhaps may have looked like. Now, this is not the picture itself, but the bad thing is people hang on what scientists say and they you uh, they hang on to it as if it's a spiritual law or the word of the most high. And this is what I mean about um, making science a dogma. The first thing they say, oh, I don't believe in religion. I believe in science. Um, you're making science a religion. I'm not religious either at all. In any sense of the word, am I religious? No, I do not practice dogma in any way. And neither did Yahshua and the Most High is saying don't do it. So being um, religious and being um, spiritual is two different things. It could also be two things that you're a spiritual being and you're practicing religion. But I'm telling you from the person who's reading this, me, Eve, I'm not religious. Okay, so I'm I'm speaking to you. Every time I speak to you, it's from a spiritual perspective, and I'm discussing carnal situations because we are having a carnal experience as spiritual beings on this earth until we die. So since all this stuff is coming uh, to us carnally, I'm going to discuss it and I'm going to talk about it in a spiritual way. So, like I said, these scientists are saying perhaps we can figure out what this person looks like by guessing. That's what they're basically saying. What they're saying in regards to her possible appearance and what her face may have looked like. So, that's what they're saying. And remember what they said in the beginning very little is known about her and what she looked like. So, they're getting ready to show you a face of somebody they believe it looked like even though they don't know what it is. So right there, they don't know. So take that part with a grain of salt. That's what I'm just trying to tell you because they did offer a picture. And what they offered what was this, the picture that they, um, I'm going to upload the article so you could click on it yourself. But the picture that they uh, put together or somebody took some putty and, and, and made a uh, bust of a humanoid being, it's this ambiguous person with a bit of melanin in them. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> so I'm going to upload the article. You can look at the article for yourself, but I'm just letting you know. To create the woman's likeness. Now, remember, they said they didn't know nothing about her or what she may have looked like, but they want to create her likeness. Why is that important? Because they've been doing this since the beginning of the time. That's why people's calling Yahshua Jesus. That's why he looked like a Spanish man. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, but this is why he looked like that because they don't know nothing about who Yahshua is, but they believe they knew his likeness, even though he was in North Africa. Okay. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. To create the woman's likeness, researchers use data collected from several existing computed tomography CT scans of her skull 
that were part of an online database. So what they're doing is just hodgepodge and stuff. So they could just be the god of what this image is because they're just choosing stuff. Okay, this look good. Look through here. Look through that. That's what they're basically doing. And they told you they do in not so many words. However, like the archaeologist who unearthed her remains more than 70 years ago, they discovered that chunks of her skull was missing. So if chunks of your skull is missing, how, how do you know? How do you even know? Remember, she was in Chechnya, okay? Not in Africa. She was in a Eurocentric country, okay? Having her own life while the humans was over here in Africa. Just saying. So like I said, however, like the archaeologists who unearthed her remains, who they dug her up, see how words work? More than 70 years ago, they discovered that chunks of her skull was missing including a large part of the left side of her face. So how are you doing this with a piece of a skull? Arthur, Mr. Morales, it says Cicero Morales, but I'm going to say Morales because they're going to keep talking about his name. A Brazilian graphics expert told Live Science in an email, this animal could have been a wolf or a hyena. Both were present in the fauna at that time. They they um they're um assuming that it was forty five thousand years ago. Like I said, biblical um information, um biblical discussions about time is not that um that old. The Earth is not that old. Just saying. And there's also other scientists that tell you that the Earth is not that old. Anyway, to replace the missing portions. Mr. Morales and his team utilized statistical data compiled in a 2018, in 2018, sorry, by researchers who created a reconstruction of the skull. Now, remember, they didn't know nothing about what this person looked like, okay? They didn't know nothing about, um, although, it, I'm going to read it again, although much has been learned about the woman's genetics, little was known about what she may have looked like. So now they uh, um, orchestrating a face, okay? They making it up. So they making it up by researchers from statistical um, data piled in um, 2018 by researchers, okay? So they the researchers uh, reconstructed this skull. Remember, they only had a piece of it. They also consulted two CT scans of a modern day woman. Listen, so they just, they just making a Frankenstein. That's basically what they're doing. Now, I'm going to say this. And I say this to say, people believe scientists. They'll look at this picture and they'll use it as lore. Yes, because the scientists made this, the scientists did that. Oh yeah, you trying to argue with science? Yes. I will argue with science because the scientists are telling you they self, they don't know what the woman looked like. Nevertheless, they reconstructed something and hodgepodged it and did digitally made something. And that's what they saying it is. They do this all the time when it um, comes down to science. That's what they did to um, King Tut. They made him a, a, a Michael Jackson or they made him somebody with uh, non-melanated skin. Come give me a break. Give me a break. Okay, and I'm not arguing about who's melanated and who's not. Just let's just tell the truth. How about just telling the truth one time, one good time? How about just telling the truth? Because I'm tired of living a lie. 
once you know the truth, um, Yeshua was saying, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. You don't want to go back to lies and delusions and deceptions. You don't want to. It's very exhausting having to deal with the whole world's lies constantly, constantly, constantly. It is. Back to what I was saying. So they took these CT scans of modern day women uh -huh, and men and they made a face. So they're taking scans of women and men and they're making a face of who this person is supposed to be, this humanoid being supposed to be from the Czech Republic. I can't. And like I said, if you click on the um, the um, news clipping that I'm going to upload, you will see this um, ambiguous woman <laughs> look like a modern day person of color, kind of ambiguous, but you see like there's olive skin and all this and curly hair curly hair that looked like it had some kind of something in it now you know back then nobody had moisturizer nobody had nothing like that so you know it couldn't look like that but anyway these people are trying it this is what i mean about how the whole world is esau's world this is quote somebody saying i guess it's mr morales what most caught our attention was the robustness of the structure of the face meaning it was a hard face, uh, especially the mandible, which is the lower jaw, Morales said. When archaeologists found the skull, the first experts who analyzed it thought it was a man. So how could you be an expert and you thought it was a man if you were so much of an expert? Anyway, and it's easy to understand why. So she had like a hard structured face. Oh, there's still people walk like that walking around. In addition to the skull having characteristics that are very comp um, compatible with a male sex of current population. So they saying basically she just looked like a dead going man. <laughs> she just looked like a man. Which included a robust jaw. So this thing looked like a man. But when you click on this thing that I'm upload, it don't look like no man. This is what I mean. People got to understand what people are saying. Because words are very powerful, okay? Because they could sway you in any direction, okay? That's what the devil does all the time. We see that the jaw structure of the Zalte Khan tends to be more comp comp uh, compatible with Neanderthals. So this thing is a Neanderthal. That's what it is. It's a mixed Neanderthal. That's what it is. He added. A jaw, a strong jawline wasn't the only feature that captured the researchers' attention. They also found that the woman's endocranial volume, the cavity where the brain sits, was larger than those of modern humans in the database. So let me go back to what I was saying. When scientists found out that there was Neanderthals as well as other um, humanoid beings, they found that Neanderthals had bigger heads, larger heads. They were more stout, meaning more um, stocky. And they were shorter and more stout and their brains were larger. But it doesn't, larger brains does not mean more intelligente, okay? Intelligence, smarts, okay? Remember, humans was made in the most high's image. He didn't say other things was made in his image. Anyway, so now these scientists are saying, you know, her her 
um, this humanoid beings head was bigger, which um, where the cavity of the brain sits was larger than that of individuals today in the database because they put all that stuff in the database. However, Morales attributes this factor to a greater structural affinity between the Zalte Khan and Neanderthals than between her and modern humans. So they basically saying that she's more of a Neanderthal than a human being, he said. Okay, so that's what that means. Once we had, and he's talking again, and it's quoting, once we had the basic face, remember, they picked this face out. It's not based on truth. It's based on um, a database and their um, hypothesis, okay? Their hypothesis, hypothesis does not mean truth. Hypothesis means educated guess. And it, I'll use educated loosely, okay? They just guessing. And they said this in the beginning. I already said it. Twi uh, once we had the basic face, we generated more of, objective and scientific um, images which mean they guess more I don't even know why they said scientific images I guess it's based on some who knows but if you guessing how can that base be based on scientific images anyway without coloring in a gray scale with eyes closed and without hair so basically they made this uh, human likeness humanoid likeness without hair and eyes uh, Morales said later, we created a speculative version with pigmented skin. So why is that important? Because they basically saying that this person was melanated. That's what they want to say. But we know, and they already came to the conclusion that there was no melanated people with Neanderthal genes, DNA, anything. So how can this person be pigmented? <laughs> oh gosh. The hypocrisy of it all. Okay. So they made a, a speculative version with pigmented skin, open eyes, fur and hair. And I can't wait for you to see this picture. The objective of the second is to provide a more understandable face for the general population. Now, I want to say this. They made two pictures. One of them didn't have hair and the eyes was closed and it, it wasn't melanated. The second picture they made was pigmented, quote unquote, melanated. Because if it's pigmented, that means it has color. So it's melanated. So they made this melanated being with curly hair and brown eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the objective for the second picture is to provide, quote unquote, more of an understandable face. So why would that be understandable when you already know that in uh quote unquote black people there's no um Neanderthal genes? Why would the person be melanated? That's my question to the scientists. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. As a result, and wait, let me say, even though I know that everybody was melanated at the beginning um, of Adam and Eve's time, and then when um, uh, 
Cain killed Abel and Cain married his sister, well, had sex with his sister, married her, whatever it was, and then they populated the earth, Seth and the rest of the children that was Adam and Eve, because no, there wasn't just three sons. Okay, and if you believe that, I got a bridge I want to say. Anyway, yes, we understand they was um, melanated. However, the angels was not. The angels was white and bright. It says that in the scriptures, white and bright. Many scriptures, it says, white and bright. They was not melanated. They wasn't nothing. They strictly white and bright. That's what it says. So if you mix them with a, um, if a human being who was in Africa is mixing with a, um, uh, a child of humans, you're going to get anything. You're going to get all kinds of things. And remember, this was not in Africa. And remember, scientists came to the conclusion today in modern times that there was other things that did not come out of Africa. So you're going to have to look for that information because that information is out there. Okay. So understand that. Don't get confused because that's how science wants you to be confused. On one hand, they saying this, on the other hand, they saying that that's why they should say hypothesize. They should never say, Oh yeah, this is law. That's law. Cause people are believing it. They believe everything they say. And remember scientists are human beings just like us. Back to what I was saying. The result is a life light. This is the result of whatever they concocted um, online. The result was a lifelike, quote unquote, image of a woman with dark curly hair and brown eyes. A melanated woman. <laughs> Ooh, child. This is what um, um, Mr. Morales is saying. Who is a... Um, Graph, uh, Brazilian graphics expert. So well, he just making stuff up on the computer, saying, "Yeah, this is it. This is what she looked like." Lies. Okay. A graphics expert, seriously, somebody who knows graphics. Anyway, we looked for elements that could compose the visual structure of the face only at a speculative level, since no data was provided on what would be the color of the skin, hair, and eyes, Morales said. Now, let's just stop there for a minute. Remember, this thing was in a cave. It was in the Czech Republic, which was Chechnya. Why would it be melanated? Why? If scientists originally said that you adapt to your surroundings, which we know that's not the truth, if you if you adapt to your surroundings, wouldn't it just be white? Wouldn't this thing be white? Just saying. It wasn't nowhere near Africa. It's not a sun person. It wasn't nowhere where the sun is. Why would it be melanated? Why would it be pigmented? You understand how this stuff works? I'm, I need y'all to understand. Rise above what you, uh, what you think you know, and I need you to discern. I need you to understand and learn to discern. Common sense for, comes first. Okay, build your common sense and then spiritually you will learn how to discern. I need you to hear what I'm saying, what these scientists are saying. They doing all kinds of stuff and they presenting to you and you believe in it. So all of a sudden, this Morales character who is uh, 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 supposed to be an um, expert with graphics, now he's putting um, dark features on this thing that they found in Chechnya. That's nowhere near Africa. Nowhere. Never, probably never even seen the sun. 
Now all of a sudden it got dark hair and eyes, and actually it looked like it came from Brazil. This this uh, photo. <laughs> anyway, Cosmio Poshis, an archaeologist who has studied Zete Khan extensively. Mm-hmm but wasn't involved in the study. So how can he have studied it in the child? Anyway, he said he studied it, the being, but he wasn't involved in that study. He confirmed that much about this woman's remains remains a, a mystery. So basically he's saying, yeah, it's a mystery. Okay. Confirmed that much about this woman's remains is a mystery. So if it's a mystery, why are you concocting a face? I just don't understand. And people are believing it. That's the bad thing. The bad thing is you put you put your faith and loyalty in science. And science is just trying to find out. Um, and scientists tries to test certain theories to make sure that they're valid. That's, that's basically what science is. That's a loose uh, definition. So um, it's only going to test what it can test. And it can only test the, um, the test is only as valid as the scientist itself. If the scientist don't know what he's doing, if the study is uh, marred and there's not enough evidence to do anything, then it's really not a good test. I mean, there's so many um, rules about testing and what you can do in regards to science people have no idea what it is they just follow it blindly they're science zealots that's what they are oh no you ain't gonna talk about science that's what they are science zealots <laughs> oh no i don't believe in nothing but science back to what i was saying the genetic data from Zelte Khan I have worked on cannot tell us much about her facial characteristics. Nevertheless, they put a face out there. Okay. Um, Pass, the um, archaeology professor at the University of, hold on. Tubingen in Germany said, um, he told the live science uh, people via email. In my opinion, he's saying, the morphological data can provide a reasonable idea of what the shape of her head and face might have been, but not an accurate representation of her soft tissues. Now, again, they're teetering on the lines and saying uh, this... Uh, um, what is he this professor this archaeology professor is teetering on the lines by saying he he doesn't really know um, and it may not be an accurate uh, representation of her face nevertheless they made a face with melanated features and they're uploading it for people to see and people gonna hold on to that and believe that's law okay like I said science zealots <laughs> they're going to take that and they're going to go, uh-uh, because -uh, science said this and that, but you they're not going to understand what I said in regards to them saying that they guessed. There's not enough evidence, but we're going to guess and we're going to do this and we're going to put melanation in it. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. No one is in the Czech Republic. 
Okay. <laughs> now that's the first um the first um thing I'm gonna read. I'm trying to say a lot of stuff and I'm trying to select my words wisely. That's why I keep getting stuck. Um what do I have to say about this article? I think I said it. <laughs> Don't believe everything scientists say, number one. Do your own um, homework and um, come to a realistic conclusion. They just told you, we don't know what she looked like. We only have a quarter of a face. All we got is a jawbone and a slice of her face. But we're going to go to this database and we're going to check out men and women's face. We're going to splice them together and we're going to come with a face. Then we're going to do it. And we're going to make it white. I'm just going to say white and black. Uh, we're going to make it white with no hair. And um, the eyes ain't going to be open. And then we did one picture with no hair and the eyes going to be open. That's white. And then we're going to do one with, that's black, meaning pigmented, a.k.a. pigmented. We're going to do one with black with brown hair and um, curly hair. If anybody had curly hair back then, how would you ever know? <laughs> it's either stringy and not combed or curly and look like lamb's wool. And in Chechnya, nobody would be um, melanated like that. Mm -mm. So that's what I want to say about that. If you want me to um, discuss this in biblical terms, I could totally do so. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I want to say one more thing too. They are uh, they have to be hypothesizing when they say 45,000 years ago because um, the earth is not that old. Yeah. Okay, now I'm getting ready to discuss this other, um, like I said, before I discuss this other uh, article, <laughs> I will um, ask you if you want me to expound on that in a spiritual way. If you do upload your questions, I'll answer the questions if they're reasonable, because some people could just <laughs> be devil's advocates. Um, I will try to answer your questions if you're reasonable. This is my second article. And usually I don't, like I said, usually I don't do two articles. Uh, I will do an article like I started doing those articles when I talked about uh, the people in Israel being deported. I had to bring uh, scriptures into this. And I already told you everything is relevant. And I mean everything. Everything is relevant. So Yes, there's a scripture for whatever it is. There's a scripture. So, uh, like I said, I'm just going to talk about the articles. I can go over it with the scriptures, but I'm just going to talk about these two articles because I, I had no intention on doing two articles. But I will do two articles because uh, one was supposed to be last week and one was supposed to be this week, but I could throw both of them together and talk about them. And like I said, if you want me, sometimes I will come with spiritual proof. Okay. If you want me to bring spiritual proof, please just ask the questions. Um, I'm going to talk about this and I will let you know. What I will let you know what um whether you know just ask me questions if you have any okay now i'm getting ready to read this this is from the metro hold on a minute 
Okay. <clears throat> Here is the um, article from the Metro. Okay. Um, and by the way, um, before I read the article, both of the articles I got, uh, July 31st. Okay. All right. So this is what the article says. Fears over biblical disease that causes paralysis as cases surge in one U.S. state. Okay. I want you to focus on what I'm getting ready to say to you. All right. And this story is by Josh Milton. One reported case of the thousands year old disease saw the man's face and feet swell. Now they do have a picture of this man with leprosy. And I'm gonna also upload this article so you can see the article for yourself. Florida accounts for the almost one-fifth of nationally reported cases of leprosy. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, has said leprosy, otherwise known as Hansen's disease, a.k.a., because you know it wasn't Hansen's disease in biblical times, Hansen's disease, is one of humanity's oldest and most stubborn disease. Now, listen, if this disease, leprosy, is one of humanity's oldest disease, okay, how old are they thinking the earth is when humans walk the earth? You understand how, um, how they write these articles? First, they say in 45,000 years ago, <laughs> I can't. Anyway, otherwise known as Hansen's disease is one of humanity's oldest and most stubborn diseases caused by a parasitic bacteria, and it turns your skin white. A case reported last week in the agency's journal, Emergent Affectious Diseases, EID, has asked people in the Sunshine State of Florida to be aware of the risks and doctors to keep it in mind when treating patients. Florida has witnessed an increased incidence of leprosy cases lacking traditional risk factors. Uh-huh, I wonder what the traditional risk factors are. One of them is from um, Armadillo. The report authors said, those trends, in addition to decreasing diagnosis in foreign-born persons, contribute to rising evidence that leprosy has become endemic in the southeastern United States. So they're saying it's an endemic, meaning it's uh, thriving amongst that area. Health officials aren't entirely sure what's driving the increase, given that the cases have no clear evidence or zoonotic exposure caused by germs that spread between animals to people. The bacteria tend to call 
tend to call armadillos home. Ugh. Yeah, so people messing with animals they shouldn't be messing with, they can get it. I guess that's the traditional way they call it. Leprosy can be largely cured by using drugs. There's also not much pointing to any out of the blue risk factor either. According to the National Hansen's Disease Program, 159 new cases of leprosy were reported in the United States in 2020. Mm -hmm. Nearly 70% of these cases were recorded in California, Florida, Hawaii, Louisiana, New York, and Texas. But Florida stood out especially. Mm -hmm. Central Florida alone accounted for 81% of the cases reported in the state and almost one-fifth of national cases. Eight cases have been recorded in Florida so far this year per state health officials. Travel to Central Florida, even in the absence of other risk factors, should prompt consideration of leprosy in the appropriate clinical context, the CDC added. Agency officials called on state physicians to keep an eye on leprosy and report any cases to help assess routes of transmission. On average, the United States suffers about 150 to 250 leprosy cases each year. You want to know something? They never report them. They never report them. They just reporting them now and they trying to blame people who's coming into the country. Okay. Leprosy is caused by a parasitic bacteria. Leprosy has long carried a stigma. Mm-hmm, because leprosy can kill you. With scenes of medieval Europe coming into mind. Who's mine? The Bible coming to my mind because the Bible wasn't in Europe. Whose mind is it coming into? They saying medieval Europe. Well, uh, if they was playing with animals, I guess. Again, leprosy has a long uh, carried stigma, which scenes in medieval Europe come to this man's mind of infected people banished for their communities, even though it's not that contagious. Lies. The slow growing bacteria called Mycobacterium leprae, a Latin term, is behind the leprosy, but scientists say that it does a pretty bad job at jumping between human hosts. So if it's not that infectious or contagious, you just, child, stop. Anyway, you just said it wasn't contagious. Now you're saying it's jumping all over the place. It has a bad job of jumping to its human host. A tiny hot dog-shaped parasite dies quickly outside the host body. A couple of hours tops. A few days, if in best conditions. That's outside the body, not inside. Leprosy is easily cured. They they're trying to downplay leprosy, child. Anyway, leprosy is easily cured these days with a small grab bag of drugs. A grab bag of drugs. I can't. <laughs> a small grab bag of drugs. You would think, okay, it's nothing. Lies. 
with a small grab bag of drugs, especially when detected early and about 95% of the population is naturally immune. The symptoms can be rough though. The bacteria's attacks against the host's nerves can cause them to swell, causing people to lose feeling in their hands and feet. The skin can become cracked and stiff, lead to eyelashes to thin, and if left untreated, can lead to muscle, muscle weakness and permanent disability and death. See, they ain't saying death. In this report, the CDC noted, noted one man, 54 years old, who came down with leprosy last year, he suffered painful lesions and swelling in the face, arm, and foot. And you'll be able to see it if you upload the, um, if you click onto the article that I'm going to upload, you'll be able to see it. Florida is accounting for a growing share of leprosy cases worldwide. The individual they interviewed stated that he denied any domestic or foreign travel, exposure to armadillos, prolonged contract contact with immigrants from leprosy endemic countries or connections with some known to have leprosy. The agency also reported. He has resided in central Florida his entire life, works in landscaping and spends long periods of time outdoors. The man received treatment, usually a dose of antibiotics, sometimes taken for years. The way that this man who's reporting this is uh, reporting it, he's like, it's nothing. Like you getting a common cold or the flu and it's lies. Because if you got to take medication for years, how harsh and detrimental is that disease you got to listen to what these people say you got to be able to discern what people say in these articles another man described in the journal of the american medical association as healthy in his 20s also came to realize ring-shaped rashes on him were down to leprosy in the June 30 entry, the author said the man moved to the state of Florida in 2019 from Samoa, where he began to suffer nimbleness, which is numbness and tingling, um, patches on his skin for three months. Dermatologist was stunned to discover he had the disease with his hands slowly bending like a claw after living with it for some four years, those symptoms can sometimes take a decade to form. Okay. And this is uh, a doctor saying this from Texas A&M. Um, and he says, um, early diagnosis and treatment are important to discrete, to decrease, excuse me, disability and adverse psychological effects of leprosy and to reduce the risk of transmission. Whether the man infected anyone was not clear. In the CDC's report, authors added that thousands of years on how leprosy has passed around, excuse me, thousands of years on how leprosy is passed around hasn't fully been explained. Overall, however, it's a rather difficult disease to catch whatever that's why people are uh, made to uh, leave and be um, alone because it's hard to catch 
stop the nonsense. Um, like I said, overall, this article saying how overall, however, it is rather difficult disease to catch casual contact with an infected, an infective person, such as a handshake or a hug or sitting on a bus together won't lead to transmission, nor is it spread through sexual contact. Prolonged person-to-person -person contact through respiratory droplets, meaning uh, snot, anything like that, your mouth too. Droplets is the most widely recognized route of transmission. So if they saying it's not easy to catch, breathing on somebody or touching um, their um, respiratory uh, liquids that come from the mouth and the nose, then you get it. So, I mean, I, people need to, people need to be clear with what they saying and not downplay stuff. They downplaying these things and they manipulate and write. And you see how people are. Um, so, um, the end is uh, prolonged person-to-person -person contact through respiratory droplets is the most widely recognized route of transmission. And that's the end of the um, article. I'm going to say this. This disease been here since the beginning of time. The beginning of time. And it wasn't 45,000 years ago because that's not the beginning of the time. Anyway, this... Um, This here is an age-old um, issue. <laughs> we uh, heard about this and we talk about it even now in um, Second Kings, we're talking about it, how detrimental this disease is. Naturally, I've been talking about it um, in the scriptures and there's a lot to say about it. And I have done lessons on it in terms of how... Uh, detrimental diseases and the color that the disease turns you and what happens so uh, you can go to the platform library and i did it but if you have questions or if you want any other articles like this uh for me to read you can upload uh requests for more articles like this and you can upload questions in regards to this article like i said i'm going to upload both articles you can look at the articles yourself scrutinize them and whatever else. I am not going to um, use any biblical references, but I can if you want me to. Um, like I said, I've done it with the other, the initial thing I did with Africans, quote unquote Africans in um, Israel being deported. So I did discuss it in spiritual terms and I can discuss these in spiritual terms too. If you have any questions uh, about it or if you're asking me questions, um, in regards to biblical discussion, a biblical discussion about it, I could do that. Aside from that, I'm reading these and I will continue to read these things as they jump out at me. Because like I said, um, every day I wake up, I go through the news, go online, go through the news, and I see various articles from science magazines, psychological magazines, and whatever else. And if it pops at me, to the point that I need to bring it to the platform, I will, but I've been doing this for since 2016 and probably earlier because I have so much stuff online uh, that's very important. And every time that I look at this, I see truth being revealed by the most high. Somebody digging up something. Somebody's digging up a snake with feet and hands. Yeah. Somebody's digging up um, 
What else? Like I said, people in different parts of the world that they uh, that they come to understand didn't come from Africa. Uh, um, um, different things like that. A lot of different things, um, different diseases and different situations. Uh, when you start keeping articles and going through articles, you see the things that people say and you see how scientists hypothesize and how they... Um, say different things and then later on years later down the road they say something else you come to know that when you start keeping track of science and um, psychology and whatever else of the day um yeah so um with that uh, like i said if you have any questions concerns comments um requests please upload me and if you want me to discuss this in a spiritual um, way, I could do that too. Um, I hope that you have a good day. Enjoy your Wednesday. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episodes description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.